0: what's going on cartel today we have the lovely highly enlightened alien uh ms elaine uh on the show and uh i just met her on instagram and like most people and uh we uh asked her to come on the show and it went amazingly well uh just like most of my shows <laughs> you know Um, I just connect with people on such a deep level and it's it's unbelievable and this is no exception so uh yeah you know what you gotta do kick back smoke a dupe drink a beer do what you gotta do Uh, relax and enjoy the show with highly enlightened alien elaine Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I am your host Davey Wavy, and I have a uh, a highly enlightened alien here by the name of Elaine. And how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, it's I uh, got like three days off work, so this is my second, and Fuck yeah, because uh, it's Easter, right? So, uh, but yeah, just enjoying my time off and like. Whew, really uh, enjoying seeing what's going on with uh, the world at all times and laughing about it. So yeah, how about
1: you? <laughs> oh, just living the dream out here that, in California. Is that,
0: they, is that what they call it, the dream?
1: I guess the the shit show we we call the society we live in. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's out. It's nice out here in California right now. Uh, nice and sunny, and I'm a farmer, so. It uh, helps when the sun's out and it's not freezing.
0: For sure. Um, I have a really bad feeling about the weather right now. Like the past few days have been sunny and warm and it's mid-April and I'm like, "Mm, this is a tease, isn't it? (laughs) I know. know.
1: We haven't haven't gotten any rain
0: here. Yeah. My brother sent me uh, this uh, report. Of some kind uh, from his friend, and it said that like by April twenty eighth or something, we're gonna get dumped on with like snow. Like winter's gonna rear its ugly head again.
1: Wow. Yeah. They're probably. Do they spray where you're at?
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Anytime here it starts to get cold, they're just crisscrossing the skies. So, uh, typically, you know, we have like fog on the coast. And then in the mountains, it's, you know, a little bit more colder or hotter, just depending on the day. But now it's constantly just like 80 degrees on the coast, no fog. And then anytime we get any clouds or anything here, they just spray the shit out of them. And then it turns into this mass grayness and then we don't get yeah. anything.
0: Have you seen uh, Franken Skies? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: a very good documentary. It <laughs> goes into...
0: Anybody who's curious at all about chemtrails or, you know, they would probably, you would, if you're not awake, you would call them vapor trails. Um, right. But if you're curious at all, you definitely got to check out Matt Landman's uh, Instagram page or Franken Sky's free documentary. Uh, it's on YouTube. I believe it's on his website. Um, but yeah, it'll give you the rundown of what they're doing, you know, weather manipulation. It's not as far-fetched as you may think because it's a reality, you know?
1: Yeah. Ironically, um, when I was 14, uh, my uncle who worked for Lockheed Martin, um, he was up visiting. He lived in LA, but he came up and was visiting for a little bit. And uh, we were sitting outside and just having casual conversation. And we had seen a chemtrail uh, or back then, calm trails is what they were called. Um, but uh, he said, yeah, anytime you ever see any planes in the sky with a comm trail, you get your ass inside and you don't go back outside for the rest of the day. That's to, Yeah. So come to find out that he was one of the engineers who actually engineered one of the packs that they put on the planes to spray all the bullshit that they bring us in.
0: You see, this is what I love about getting guests on like you, like... You have a personal interaction with somebody who knows about it wholeheartedly, right? Yeah, totally.
1: And I I mean, I've known this for, gosh, 20 years now. So it's nothing new to me, but it always amazes me that it's new to other people.
0: Right. Of course. Yeah. Like I've known so much stuff for a long time. And when I see people eating up what the media shows them, I'm just like shaking my head the whole time. And then, like, every time I go up to somebody and say, like, it's not what you think it is, right? They, they just kind of, like, look at me funny. And I'm like, dude, I got to tell you these things that they're doing, it's, it's, it's all manipulation, man. And when you say shit like that, dude, you're fucking, you're crazy, you know?
1: Yeah, I think half the time most people don't even look up anymore. But uh, when they do, you know, it's like they don't know what's going on and i don't even think people pay attention half the time to what their fucking surroundings are you know it it's it boggles my mind that people they don't even still they don't say even that not, it's not real like are you fucking kidding me you're fucking yeah. ret- <laughs> yeah.
0: it's insane um, man i have like people in my family who are just like they have no idea what's going on. Are they anytime you like show evidence, they're like, well, that's just your perspective. You know, it's like, no dude. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I have a lot of Democrats in my family, which is never a good thing. (laughs) And, And my mother is like a teacher. So she's like very like by the book type thing. Like, well, I didn't read that in a book, so I don't believe it type person and it's like well yeah all the fucking books that you read are you know written for this purpose for you to be blind to everything that actually matters
0: yeah they're written by the fourth right
1: and yeah exactly this is why you don't understand that history's been rewritten and erased and scrubbed and you're just fucking a pawn in their little playhouse
0: anyways (laughs) but at the same time even even though we're awake you and i and other people like us we're still in a sense pawns right like even me yeah. doing the show it's like okay i'm aware of all this information what do i do with it this is what i decided to do with it this show right right so hopefully it gets out there and other people become awake that's my goal right
1: yeah, like I don't think we're pawns necessarily if we're doing something to combat what we know is going wrong in this world. So yeah, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily call us a pawn, but I definitely think we're a player. Um, you know we're a player, of
0: the, we're a player in the game of the simulation.
1: Yeah, everybody has their role in this world, and you know time is so made up, you know, it's it's a figment of our imagination really.
0: It's a it's a man made construct, yeah.
1: Right, exactly, and so yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think that everybody has a purpose, and I think if you do what your heart tells you to do, and you follow what you think that you should be doing in life, then and you try to fuck the government in any way possible, that is the most important part. You have to fuck the government any way possible, and then you are doing good. You are doing good for you. You are doing good for your community.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, I'm um. I'm the youngest out of five siblings,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: five of us. Uh, I'm my dad's only child and my four other siblings are from my mom's previous marriage. Uh (laughs) But recently, uh, the past year or year and a half, me and my oldest brother reconnected on a really deep level and we found out that we are the only two people in our entire family that are awake.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. It It was readily talked about.
0: Yeah, and uh, this whole COVID thing really shined a light on who's who, you know?
1: Yeah, that's he, for sure.
0: He ended up, you know who Justin Trudeau is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, my brother my brother Captain. ended up... <laughs> yeah, Castro. Uh, um, Justin Castro, I like to call him.
1: Yeah, Fid- Fidel Jr.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, like the 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 resemblance is uncanny. It's undeniable. Oh, yeah.
1: you know, his totally.
0: mom's fine. So it's easy, you know. But anyway, um my brother sent a fucking one of his own turds in an envelope to to Justin Castro.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Funny
0: <laughs> fucking legendary, I tell ya.
1: Did he get like signature on delivery? <laughs> I think so I just threw been, it in
0: the mailbox.
2: Not,
1: yeah, that has on. been fucking great. Oh, man. Special oh, delivery.
0: So let me ask you, you're about, what, 34,
1: 35? Yeah, I'm uh, 35. I'll be 36 this year.
0: Okay. I, I did the math when you said you were about 14 and now 20 years later. Okay. So yeah. when did you – when do you think you first became, like – like, what was the first thing that, like, kind of, like, put your alarm up and, go, and and you were, like, sort of questioning the reality we live in?
1: Um, well, my mom always says that I was born with both middle fingers up in the air. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I was always against the grain from when I was little. Um, I mean. Same here. W- yeah. When I was seven, uh, my dad died of a drug overdose. And. From that point on, uh, I, I just hated any thing that had to do with religion or, um, authority (laughs) or anything like that. Um, she, well, after my dad died, my mom forced us to start going to church. We didn't go to church before we weren't, you know, baptized or anything like that. Me or my brother.
0: Isn't Um, that interesting how you started hating it and she started forcing you?
1: Yeah, well, I, right. as soon as my dad died, people were always telling me, you know, oh, he died because God needed him. God took him from this earth because God needed him. And I, my first thought at that age was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck does this dude think he is, first of all? Like, second of all, like, send my dad back, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> and then you know, and that was just something that I was always told, oh, well, God needed him, he da-da-da-da-da. And like that just always got under my skin so much. And, and then going to church and then, you know, having people like give you pity for that, that sort of thing, or losing a parent or whatever the case is. And it was just something I always heard. But um after that, we started going to church and I realized that just these people here they were just all looking for answers, you know, they want to know like everybody, you know, what is the reason for our existence? You know, what is the reason why we're living? What's our purpose here? That, I think Every, that's a question everybody asks.
0: Individual on the planet. Yeah, for sure.
1: Right. That's just something that you long for, like either consciously or subconsciously. Um, and, you know, I, I, had to go through like all of those catechism classes where, you know, you go after school and you spend hours there and you're learning about all this bullshit. And
0: This oh is uh, this was uh, Catholic? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a Catholic Catholic fucking ball game right there.
1: Yeah. It was fucking insanity. <laughs> and I just remember like being like 10, 11 and, uh, and just thinking like these people are sheep. Like, they're just doing all of this to make themselves feel better. And, like, none of this is proven. Like, who fucking wrote these books? They didn't have fucking pens and paper fucking when Jesus was alive, supposedly, or whatever the fuck. You know? Like, right. who wrote these books? Who fucking wrote these? You know? Of course, you're not and, allowed to
0: question anything when it comes to religion, right?
1: Oh, yeah. No, you can't question anything. Right. And then especially when you're younger, if you question it, it's like you're, like, outcasted, like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that just, I guess, depends on the society that you live in or the community that you're in and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, so after I went through all of that, we kind of gradually stopped going to church and I was never into it. Like I never wanted to go and I was glad that we stopped going. And so I didn't miss it or anything, but I always did question you know, like, well, what is our, what, what is our reason for existence? You know? So I went through the whole, okay, there's no religions. And I always kind of just thought that you were your, like, you were your God. Even at a young age, I always like would like wish for things and like, just, you know, chalk it up to like a wish or a birthday make a wish on your birthday candles or you walk through a wishing well and you throw down a penny and you you always make certain wishes well when I was younger I grew up uh like really fat (laughs) like I was like the fattest kid in the class oh really Uh, yeah and um uh, that was through my whole adolescence junior high high school so um I always had wished to be skinny that was like one thing that every every time that I made a wish that's pretty much what it was and when I turned eighteen, I ended up having gastric bypass, and I lost like 150 pounds within a year. So I went from being 300 pounds to like 150 pounds, and that was the first time where I was like, "Holy Wait, shit!" Sorry, like sorry. my Back wish, up. my yeah. Go ahead.
0: Back up. How how much did you weigh when you were eighteen? I
1: I uh, 300
0: 300. Wow. Yeah. Because seeing your pictures, I'm like, there's no way.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs> I people people always say that, I know. And and then I've had two kids since I've had my bypass too. So yeah, everyone always says that, but thank you. <laughs> wow. But um yeah, so um that's when I was like, Holy shit, like my wish came true. Like, is this shit for real? Like, do you make your own destiny? Like all this shit like you know, the Buddhists and all that, you know, say, like, do you really like manifest like your reality? And I was like, well, shit, fucking, I guess you do, you know? So my whole mentality at that age anyways had changed just because, you know, I grew up like a depressed, like punk rock, you know, fat girl. And then all of a sudden, like I turned 18 and I was out of high school and I didn't have to deal with the bullying anymore. And I just like transformed, you know, from this like ugly little thing to like this better looking thing, I guess, if you want to say, and it made me just totally change my personality. So it was a lot happier and my just demeanor was better. Of so, it, I mean, from then on, then I was like happier to like learn things about maybe religion or whatever the case was. But as I dove into that again, I realized like, you know, maybe I do fit more in with like the Buddhist you know, religion or, or something like that, where, you know, you just, you, you manifest your own destiny and you, whatever your thoughts are is, you know, what becomes reality. And I just kind of started going with that. And then here we are today, (laughs) but, and, and since then I have had other wishes that I have manifested come true also. So I fully believe in manifestation and, and just like, you know praying to whatever you want to pray to and just having that intention and with your intention you you can get whatever you want
0: yeah i agree um (laughs) it's happened to me as well and it's like excuse me um i've seen it in other people too um where they they think you know like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get this one day don't worry watch you just watch right Right. And then it happens, and then they're like, "See," and it, its just—it's like all the power of the mind, and like w- once you harness the power of your mind, like anything is possible. That's and all. And then it once does. it,
1: yeah, and then once it happens to you, then you're like, "Holy shit! Okay, well, let's try this again." Right.
0: <laughs> and
1: Which I everybody needs to be aware of that we need to teach that to kids like don't fucking wish for what other people have like wish for like something that you need something that you want and like watch it come true like don't wish to be on a cover of a magazine like that's not fucking legitimate
0: (laughs) well the whole thing about fame and fortune and shit like that is like people people will get to that level of fame and fortune through other means you know what i mean exactly exactly and it's it's not by manifesting it's by
1: selling their souls being yeah selling their (laughs) souls
0: being handled
1: you know yeah totally totally i fully believe in all that shit i mean everybody talks about it in all of the different categories of fame whether it's a politicians or you know actresses or musicians or whatever they all talk about selling their souls and they all show it so you know so they don't give a fuck they but, all
0: show it in their symbolism. All oh, that yeah. Shit, right. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, I'm just starting from the ground up. And I, I was like, okay, so this is happening now with the podcast, right? And it's like day by day, every day that goes by, every episode that I put out, every meme that I put on <clears throat> Instagram, there's people talking, there's people sharing. And it's like, I'm growing it's growing it's my own little creation that i have that's snowballing it's got a snowball effect right yeah every time i put an episode out it's like boom people are on it and then the one that i put out yesterday or on sunday it was like unbelievable it was like an explosion i was like holy shit, how is this happening right? it's because i'm just putting in my energy and the work into what it is that I want to do and it's going to grow. It's going to get bigger. And I know that it is, you know, I just know it.
1: Right. Just manifesting your energy into something positive and something that you're enjoying doing is I think one of our greatest, you know, missteps in life. It's like, we don't do that enough. I don't think people do at least. I mean, I try to, but it's hard to get to where I am today and I know it's hard and people get stuck in like their work, or, um, you know, that's keeping, up the with thing, the, whole, keeping up with the Joneses or, yeah. you know, whatever the case is. And and you have to let all that material shit go before you can, like, grow as a person. And it, once you put your energy into something you love or something that you think is making a difference, fuck yeah, it's so fucking going to snowball. Good for you.
0: Yeah. Honestly, that's like, funny. that's the thing. People have their 9 to 5. And when they get home from work, all they want to do is either, uh, you know, well, I understand people have families and shit. I don't. I'm kind of like a, a lone wolf. but mm-hmm. uh, So I have the time to do what I do. But I understand there are people that don't have the time, but they can make time, you know? Yeah. And the kids will probably be on board with it, you know?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people use time as an excuse. But in reality, you know, I think we're like all being slowly poisoned by our environments and I think I think that that affects like our you know energy levels and um motivation and and things like that and you know like our hormones and shit are all out out of balance because you know that's what they want and um you know, like men aren't aren't manly men very much anymore, and <laughs> I don't. You know, women are like these butch dykes, and it's just like fucking. It blows my mind sometimes. But yeah, um, I forgot where I was going with that.
0: No, I I hear you. Um, that's what they want, and when I say they, I mean the ruling elite. You know, the people who are manipulating. Our minds, our realities—the uh, masters right. of reality, which uh, Black Sabbath would call them. Oh um, yeah. And uh, you know, once you once you realize, once you have that realization that we are being played through every fucking angle in mm-hmm. every way, through our jobs, through the media, everything. Once you get that, <clears throat> you start realizing, "Holy shit, I gotta do something about this," you know. Because yeah. when I first became aware of what was going on, I was terrified. <laughs> Were, you? Were
1: you, like, hiding under your sheets?
0: Not not, not like that, but just, like, <laughs> I had to out and tell everybody, you know? Yeah. And nobody wants to hear it in that kind of direct sense.
1: Oh, I know, yeah. yeah no one yeah, likes to like, you're... hey, how are you doing? I like your sweater, have you heard of Adrenochrome?
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: I always get made fun of by my family because that's like kind of how I am, and it, it's just like people are shocked to hear certain things, and you just have to learn to l- layer it a little bit easier for or more easy for them to understand. Because when you have like all of this information downloaded, you just want to spill it out to everybody and and tell everyone, and sometimes it doesn't get delivered as, as nicely as it probably should.
0: I I always often equated to um you know the people like the homeless guys on the street with the sign saying the end is nigh right <laughs> right and, and people walk by that and they don't want to fucking look they're like get lost you crazy motherfucker right right it's the same shit with us it's like we just go out and we kind of spread truth to people and if people don't want to hear it that's fine they can go you know yeah It was the same thing with Christ, with when Jesus was, if you know, if you believe that he was actually here. But I think it's all an allegory, right? Like, or a metaphor. Like, when you speak the truth to people, they either want to hear it or they don't. And if they want to hear it, then you can explain more. And when you explain more, then they can go out and spread that to other people and shit too, right? right but and it's the same thing with my podcast or Instagram or whatever it's like if you don't want to listen to it then that's fine go elsewhere but the people right. that- <laughs> they'll listen to it and then they'll they'll put it out there for other people too right
1: yeah well change is hard you know and yeah. and, ch- and changing your thought pattern is hard it's and a lot of people difficult. don't want to put in the work for that and, and so then they just get stuck in their you know the realm of existence that isn't ascending. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. But it's, it, it's a pretty I, wild ride. Um,
1: I think this you know, is the, all an IQ test. It's just an IQ test.
0: Do you believe, do you, uh, okay. Since you've had your battle with religion, mm-hmm. do you have any kind of belief in like a one true creator or like that exists outside of religion?
1: okay well yes and no okay so um have you heard of rh negative blood type yes okay so the myth of that or the story of that is that only about eight percent to ten percent of the entire population are rh negative blood and they interpret that by it being an alien form of dna so I found out that I was Rh negative.
0: Okay, wait. And <laughs> where did that come from? Like, uh, that it's alien? Who said that?
1: Um, well, because it's not from the rhesus monkey. Okay. Um, and that's basically where our genetic makeup comes from is, well, anyone who has a positive blood type um, is from the rhesus monkey. And the origin of anyone who is RH negative is still undetermined. And it is said that like Jesus and some of the earlier um, prophets and things like that um, ha- had carried that blood. and uh, Or the blood stems from the Anunnaki. That's another um, or it's the serpent line of the, the serpent aliens or what if you want to call them aliens or whatever they are the you know the reptile reptile gang yeah (laughs) the reptilians yeah yep so (laughs) um, yeah so there's a couple of different origin stories for the rh negative blood type um who knows you know where it really came from um but once I learned that, then my whole kind of religious views kind of changed completely because then I started digging into like, you know, more m- mythological stories and, and ancient texts and stuff like that. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, bloodline stuff. And, and like the tribe of Dan and, you know, the 13 tribes and you have Israel and all of that stuff. And, yeah, um, Yeah, so I've actually traced my bloodline back really, really far. Um, Actually, it was my mother who did it. Um, She's like president of her genealogy society and all of that. And uh, we're related to a lot of royalty and um, politicians and famous people. And then they all happen to be Rh negative. Hey, imagine that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. It's, it, it is interesting. And the more you dig into it, the more you find. And so that kind of took me away from just like the whole religious aspect of it, because I'm almost like unc- on research and stuff. And I'm sure it's already known by a lot of people. But for me, it's new. And so when I read certain things, I'm just like, holy shit. Okay, so this makes sense. So this makes sense. So it's like pulling me to a realization of, of how we actually did get here and 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 in my mind it's more natural than you know what we're told in our bible
0: (laughs) right do you think it has anything to do with the um fallen angels and how they manipulated the dna of humans and all that shit
1: oh yeah the watchers yeah 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 um you know i think it could I mean, who really fucking knows? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody else really knows like hard facts. Um, just because everything we have been told is a fucking distortion or just flat out lie. And, and so it's hard for us to kind of conceive certain things, you know, and, and understand certain things. And for me, like I have like severe dyslexia. So it's like hard for me to remember things as it is. So when you, like, throw in all these crazy timelines that they fucking tell us about and, like, (laughs) all that.
0: Yeah, you have to really rope on your intuition.
1: Yeah, you have to rope that shit in and just, like, go page by page because it's just, like, a fucking mess, man.
0: (laughs) I hear you. Like, I honestly don't think I'm, like, the, the sharpest tool in the shed. But, however, my intuition is very strong. Yeah. Uh, and it's strengthened, it's been strengthened, like, way more after uh, Convid, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that big was, yeah, I
0: think, I think that really woke a lot of people up as to the bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, after, definitely. After 9/11, after 9-11, for me, it was like a big one for me. It was like, that's when I started listening to um, Coast to Coast, Oh, okay. Uh, do you know what Coast to Coast is?
1: Yeah. Um, it's yeah, right, uh, the sure? same guy that's on the, the Gaia project and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. That was George Norrie, but it started with Art Bell,
1: right? Oh, okay, okay.
0: Uh, but anyway, uh, after t- 9-11, it was like a year after that, uh, I, I drove my, um, my... We had a boarder in my house, and he asked me to go take his car, and pick something up for him and it was like three in the morning and i did that and i heard on am 640 on the radio coast to coast and that's when i first discovered it they're talking about like ghosts and shit so i was like oh my god this is crazy right i love this shit right I, I had ghost experiences when i was uh growing up right yeah same here yeah i was always interested in that shit so
1: mm-hmm. when i
0: heard that, when i heard that show i'm like i was hooked and there's all kinds of people like talking about their experiences that would probably make people think that, uh, this show is hokey and it's bullshit, but I was right. tapped in to woo woo. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what really started like making me, that's what really started making me question a lot of shit that, uh, I experienced in my, in my life and, uh, got me on the road that I was on. Right. But, uh, Tell me about your ghost stories.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, my dad passed away when I was younger. And um, I always felt like he never left. Like, the way that he died and everything was kind of tragic. And um, I don't think his soul ever fully rested until uh, until I was about, like, in my late 20s. but. But um, I used to see him all the time, um, like in the hallways. And then I would have like these like overwhelming, um, like emotional, like feelings. Uh, I was always scared of the dark growing up as a kid. Like I was terrified of the fucking dark. And it was Me only too. because. It, yeah. And it was only because like in the dark is like when everything came out, you know, and like nobody like believed you. <laughs> you're, thought you're nuts. But um, uh, as I got older, Um, I didn't really have like a lot of those experiences. Uh, and mainly I think that was just because I tried to like not talk about my dad and it wasn't like a really like open thing to talk about in my family anyways, because you know, it's a touchy (laughs) subject. Sure. And, um, so as I got older, um, and you know, I had kids and I was about to get married and I was having like all of those feelings that like a normal woman would have you know, of wanting her dad to walk her down the aisle and all of that. And I was always obviously talking about him more, you know, to my kids and stuff because they would ask about my dad. And um, he just became more relevant in my life as I got older um, because I wasn't blocking him out anymore. And um, I have always had lucid dreams uh, ever since I was younger And um, I ended up having a dream uh, where I actually got to sit down with my father and talk to him and ask him questions. And it really gave me peace after that. And um, of course, I thought I was nuts and that like it didn't really happen when I had woken up and I had gone outside to go get in my car to um, to leave. And um, this was after, you know, of like two hours of like crying and sobbing and like, not knowing if it was real or not. You know what I mean? And I walk out to my car and there was a been a dead rose bush that was in my driveway for years. And I literally walked out to my car and there was two hot pink roses on the dead road bu- on the dead rose bush. And I was like, holy shit, that's my sign. Like, that was totally real. so um that whole experience for me like was it was pretty gnarly and I chalked that up to being like a a ghost story in a sense because you know my dad's obviously passed away and and I'm having a conversation with somebody who is in my dream
0: (laughs) that's pretty wild yeah
1: it, it was pretty crazy and I had learned some stuff about my father as I had gotten older that um, a lot of people didn't really know and and it wasn't like good things necessarily mm-hmm. but and, and they kind of correlated and tied into you know how he died and, and the reasons why he was doing what he was doing and, and that sort of thing so th- that just like really gave me peace because like I always was like very um, bitter about him leaving his family and him you know doing what he was doing and not being careful and, and killing himself and how could you do that? You know, when you have two small children and I always had that resentment and it just lifted that resentment like right away. Like, yeah, he was was being
0: controlled in this, this realm.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And uh, I'm glad you found that piece, you know, because not everybody can tap into that kind of thing when it comes to deaths of a loved one
1: yeah it's definitely an experience that i think that more people should have and they would be able to uh, yeah
0: he was always good to you when you were a kid right
1: oh yeah yeah he was always a really good dad and i think that just kind of stems from the fact though too that like he was uh he was a brick builder he was a mason for you know for a living but he worked like part-time and my mother was a teacher and she had already like went through school and all that stuff by the time I was born. So she used to work full time. So basically during the day, like I was like at home with my dad and he only worked part time here and there. So like I would go to a job with him and just like sit in the truck, you know, <laughs> while he works
2: yeah.
1: or whatever the case was. And um, so I spent more time with him and I identified myself more with him and like my personality and traits. And I resemble him more than my mother, like my mom. She's like blonde hair and and white as a ghost and you know my dad's like dark hair portuguese so i like just resembled him more and had more of a connection with him so um when he did die it was like dude like how could you like leave me with this person <laughs> like you left me like fuck <laughs> right. and You know, like, I always, like, wished that I was, like, adopted. (laughs) Like, and I would always tell my family that, too. Like, I wish I was adopted. Like, God, you know, when I was younger. and Just, you know, typical teenage shit. But now I'm I'm happy to say, though, that all of that resentment and anger is gone. And and I can laugh about it now, which I couldn't before. Or even talk about it, for that matter.
0: Right. Well, you're not going to send... Uh, consciously if you're holding on to all that fucking baggage, right, you know?
1: Yeah, no way. No, um, way. no way.
0: The people from my past, like, I'm not going to say, I'm gonna, not going to name any names, but I know there's people out there that are really hurting with what happened in their past, and they just don't know how to let it go. And, yeah. and become more uh self-aware you know what i mean spiritually okay. humanly whatever whatever the case may be <clears throat> um, but they need they really need to let go of some shit because once you if you keep holding on to all that bitterness and anger and everything it's going to affect all your fucking relationships that you have
1: totally and it affects your karmic debt also sure you know For- and and that I think that that's important. I know, I don't know if you believe in that or not, but you know, I, I think do. we, yeah, I think we all have a karmic debt and, and you have to clear that shit, <laughs> whether it be with meditation or, you know, doing some mushrooms or, you know, whatever it is that gets you to that point. But I think a lot of people really need to go through that experience.
0: You know, when you, when you, when you, you know, that, that common term, like, bro, loosen up, man, you know, that's what it is right that's what it is when when people say you you gotta loosen up man
1: smoke (laughs) the weed buddy yeah weed. get lit
0: (laughs) they they gotta really work on on they really gotta do the shadow work yeah totally because even from like a liberal uh point of view like um, you know, like me being a uh, kind of an older gentleman at forty, I'll be forty-three next month. But, oh, you're um, so
1: old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, right? No, but like the people that I'm surrounded by are like a lot younger, like where I work and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And if I crack a joke that came from like the late '90s, early or no, sorry, the late '80s, early '90s, and they, they, a lot of them, they'll, they'll, they'll be like. Ugh, they'll cringe, right? And I'm like, dude, it's supposed to be funny. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they don't get and the dark humor.
0: Don't, people don't get the fucking dark humor anymore. And I'm like, I don't understand why you don't uh, think that's funny, right? They're all, and all because part of that
1: fucking, off of <laughs> Yeah, they're
0: <been> brainwashed <laughs> by uh, political correctness and all that shit, right? And it's just like, yeah, dude, where's your sense of humor, man? Like, come yeah. on. But they're they honestly... It. The more that I talk to them, (laughs) the more that I talk to them, the more that I realize that they're harboring fucking secrets. Yeah. And it's like, that's why you're not laughing because you're not uh, exposing yourself more. Not physically, but like consciously, right?
1: Yeah. They still have some skeletons in the closet they need to clear out. They might be out of the closet, but a lot of their emotions and baggage is still in there. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly oh man that fucking alphabet mafia gets me i can't handle that shit
0: it's horrible i mean like the more that we can express ourselves freely which is a very difficult thing to do nowadays because of the fact that you know instagram social media all that shit is uh it's actually like um it's deterring us from speaking freely because we're not allowed to anymore
1: right
0: like no you can't do that it's like why not what about what about uh, the first amendment
1: yeah so do i just need to write it on a the sign then and put it in my front yard or what the fuck like exactly. how, how is this gonna work because i'm gonna have to say my piece regardless of how your fucking feelings
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like so. look, at, look at joe rogan for example like the guy gets fucking uh, oh yeah banned, right it's like okay so i'll go over spotify And Spotify takes off his fucking episodes that have a lot of shit that would wake a lot of people up, you know?
1: Yeah, they uh, after he had a few of those doctors on that were talking about COVID and all of that, too, he started getting censored. And then, I mean, that's just, come on. How are they supposed to cover up this whole censorship bullshit and, like, act like they're not fucking doing it when they are, when they're fucking censoring podcasts like Joe Rogan? I mean... It's so retarded. So you guys don't want us so obviously you're supposed to do everything that the government says in opposite, right?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, we're all supposed to bend over, pull our pants down, and take it up the up the ass with no lube, right?
1: Hey, I'm not doing that. So (laughs) if you guys don't wind up the ass, you need to get on this train and we ain't running trains over here.
0: (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, like All I want to do is go about my daily life and speak freely. If I can't do that in my daily life, then I'm going to do it here. And if I can't do it here, where the fuck am I going to do it?
1: Well, you identify as Caucasian,
0: right? (laughs) I don't identify myself as anybody.
1: (laughs) Are you a white man? Are you a white man? (laughs)
0: Oh, that would make me racist.
1: That's what I'm I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. So if you identify as a white man, you're already in a fucking category, buddy. You don't even have to fucking say shit. And you're (sighs) in that fucking category just for being who you are, being born that way.
0: (laughs) Fucking crazy. Even though I I do believe in a one true creator that is above all religions, I believe that we came from the same fucking source of consciousness yeah. and that's what god is to me right yeah. and if i can't like everybody's from the cut from the same fucking cloth why are we so hung up on this racism bullshit
1: racism has been dead forever uh, like i don't understand why this is even getting brought up anymore like but i don't teach my kids to be play, racist
0: everybody plays the fucking race card and it's the first fucking card that they play well it white like people can't fucking play it. Come can't play it. How
1: can we play it? How can we can't play it?
0: Because the fucking system is manipulated <laughs> so that we can't yeah.
1: Then we're fucking racist if we play the race card. Mm-hmm. Then we're even more racist. Oh, then I even heard too, like <laughs> these liberal fucking whiteies that are out fucking joining these BLM and Antifa fucking crowds and shit. Like if you say that you're not racist, then you're even more racist. Like, if <laughs> I don't even know. It's so fucking retarded. But I do believe... You know, wait,
0: in- wait, wait. You can't even say that word. <laughs> retarded.
1: Oh, well, you know what? Kiss my fucking ass. That's oh, such okay. bullshit.
0: Handicapped.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I know a lot of handicapped people, and I'm related to some of them also. So... <laughs> <laughs> That gives me the fucking right. Just like I can make fun of fat people because I used to be fat. Then I gives i have retarded people in my family, so I can make fun of retarded people. <laughs>
0: there you go. See,
1: easy justification.
0: The fucking like like people don't realize how free they are, but you know, ah oh, man, it, it drives me nuts.
1: Yeah, I, I think we're only as free as our mind lets us be.
0: That's exactly what it is
1: yeah i mean people with the tv on all day and and they're just getting brainwashed and you know mass formation psychosis and you know all
0: of the all those terms yeah we're worried about nuclear war again because of russia and ukraine meanwhile you got two psychopaths who were fucking fighting each other and making it look like a war right
1: yeah every war was created yeah every Every fucking war is
0: fabricated
1: yeah, it's all for money.
0: <clears throat> it's all for profit. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. I think, yeah. The the whole fucking... I don't even listen or, like, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable for, like, 15 years. And um, thank God for that. It's, or, or thank Buddha or thank the universe, whoever you want to thank. <laughs> but I... I'm so glad that I don't have cable and cause when I go over to like family members' houses and stuff and I see like what's on the TV or they have. All
0: you know, they're the doing is stuff. sitting in front of the idiot box. right? Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Like uh, half of my family kind of like is, you know, open to like things that I believe in and, and the other half kind of isn't, but
0: fuck at it, least you got that. It's
1: yeah, but it's, it's very like liberating to like, go over to one of your family members house and like have something come on the news that you've been preaching about forever and then have it like come like, you know, to fruition and, and see their reaction. And I'm like, all right. So the news said it. All right. So that means I was right the whole fucking time, (laughs) you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, when the news says something, when the news confer, like when the, cause okay, I live with my dad, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just us two in the apartment and he, I'm kind of gaming while listening with the sound down while listening to podcasts all fucking day, right? Right. While he's he's constantly watching CNN. Oh god! And, and yeah, and lately uh, the COVID thing, I kind of destroyed that lie to him. You know, and I'm like, so you still, and he's now now it's Russia and Ukraine, and he's still watching CNN. I'm like, you still believe this shit? And he told me the uh, like. A couple of weeks ago he's like oh this Zelensky guy you know for an actor he's really got some balls and I'm like you realize what you I don't know, I'm in the kitchen and I said I shouted out to him you realize what you just said didn't, don't you he's like what you said he's an actor <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> know, that's so fucking funny I know right? yeah
1: I showed my grandma the video of him playing the piano with his dick and uh, I think after that she stopped listening to all that Ukraine shit <laughs> I was like, yeah. See, this is an actor. Okay, he's just like a fucking gay little weirdo. Like, come Another on.
0: Another promoting his old fucking TV show that he was on, where he played an actor or a teacher, and he became the president of the Ukraine. And now he's the president of the Ukraine.
1: I think oh. I did see that. Is that the one with him with like long hair in the video or something?
0: No, no, no. He was in a TV show, TV series called uh, "Servant of the Public" or something like that, where he oh, was weird. a teacher and he became the Ukrainian president.
1: Oh, isn't that fucking just a miracle in itself? Right? Fuck <sighs> coincidence. And, I don't think oh so. Oh
0: my god! It's like everything is in our face. What they, you know, what they do is in our face, but people don't fucking see it. Yeah. I think it's if everyone so just crazy.
1: smoked a little bit of weed and like <clears> chilled <throat> the fuck out. <laughs>
0: right. And
1: like just like took like a, maybe a weekend to just like roll a few blunts and watch a couple documentaries, it could really help the universe.
0: Or took some mushrooms.
1: Or took some mushrooms. That I, I heard does help. I'm actually allergic to mushrooms, so I can't you, oh <laughs>
0: shit. Do you listen yeah. to uh Sam Tripoli at all?
1: I don't fucking listen to that, Mason.
0: Uh Uh, That's funny that that. you say that because a lot of my community, a lot of the people in my community are now like trying to expose him and he's like blocking all of them.
1: Really? And
0: uh, yeah, but he he, he says a lot of shit. I don't listen to him anymore. Like Uh I used to be like hooked on him, right? But um, I took all the knowledge that he gave me and now I kind of just go on my own, right? But uh, anyway. He would say that if all the presidents and the prime ministers or whatever of the world would get together and just do mushrooms in a conference, this world would be a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But they're not going to do it because they're complete fucking psychopaths and they know how to manipulate us to the T. So that's what it is, right? Like, that's the whole game. Like, it's, it's them against us.
1: Yeah, I think doing mushrooms and, and having out-of-body experiences is for people that actually have souls still.
0: <laughs> right. uh, I don't
1: think they have souls. Um, they're just paid operatives. Not for know.
0: people that are fucking kids uh, whenever they can and trafficking right. them yeah. and whatnot. Um, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, like, how could you... like? I often ask people this question. I say, okay... Imagine you were the president of the United States of America. And I say, okay. And I say, could you pull the trigger on, you know, putting drones out there to attack a fucking village or a city and kill innocent women and children uh, without, would you sleep at night by doing that? You know? Yeah. And if they say no. And I'm like, there you go. Every person that goes into that fucking office is a psychopath.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's
0: it's so simple to fucking see it, but people don't want to believe it.
1: Yeah. Why would they want to? I mean, it's so easy for them not to, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, like, accepting your actual reality is, a, you know, a big bite to take and people just don't want to do that. They're happy in their little make-believe lives. That's that's where they're thriving, and and they don't want to go outside of the box. They and don't want to get their
0: tinfoil hat on. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they are, they worked for the government their whole lives. They they're uh, paid off by the government. Therefore, the, the government u- the is union. good.
1: Right? Yeah, they're union workers. You know, <laughs> a lot of the tradesmen and all of you know the construction workers and the teachers and all of that. You know, they're all paid by unions. And and they go by what the union says and, and the union is, you know, in bed with the federal government and, you know, whoever else is paying them the big bucks.
0: You, oh, OK. So you said you're a farmer, correct? Yeah. So what do you do in, in your farm life?
1: <laughs> My farm life? If you, uh,
0: if you don't ask, if you don't. Want yeah. Asking.
1: No, I don't. Um, well, I moved out to the country about three years ago. Before that, I lived on the coast here in California um and we moved out here and you know just kind of jumped right into it as i've always been in the cannabis industry i've been a grower or yeah or in the industry for like 15 years um and uh my husband he's an electrician and so when we were younger he would um wire like a lot of grow garages or (laughs) growing spaces and stuff like that so Gradually, I had gotten into the business and then um, I had worked for a dispensary for a while um, and on a couple of other farms cultivating and um, cloning and, and that sort of thing. And so um, when we moved out here, of course, you know, we got a hundred foot greenhouse and decided to fill it up with a bunch of good things. (laughs) Uh, We, we definitely for one of them. Um, But yeah, we have a lot of trees, um, a lot of fruit trees. We have, you know, nut trees, um, all the seasonal fruits and vegetables, you know, go through the greenhouse. Um, We have chickens, goats, sheep. uh, Oh shit.
0: So farming, um, when you say farming, it's animals and uh, plants. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We do it all out here. And, That's um,
0: great.
1: yeah, it's, it's definitely rewarding. Um, I don't work. I have some part-time things that I do that I can make money, but, um, like I said, my husband's an electrician, so, um, he pretty much, you know, fits the bill for all of us and allows me to stay home and take care of our property and, and the kids and all of that stuff, which is great. <clears throat> But yeah, we have all of the animals, and you know, ducks, chickens, goats, sheep, cows, um, and then we have our greenhouse. So, trying to be fully self-sustainable out here, uh, that's little by so little. Cool. <laughs> yeah, little by little, it's working, which is great because that's like a dream of both of ours that we've had for a really long time, and that's just another one of my manifestations coming into reality.
0: <laughs> I gotta, I gotta manifest that more. Like, how to get off, like this whole bullshit system you know what I mean like yeah I can't I can't tolerate like I I I go about my daily life and like where I work it's just like it's like Nazi central you know
1: yeah like if you step out
0: of line you step out of line you're you're written up you know it's like fuck off man how do you sleep at night by like (laughs) jeopardizing people's jobs for stepping out of line like
1: an inch, you know. Do you work for a large corporation?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there you go. I mean, yeah. Terrible. Like my best advice is to you know get quit your job as soon as possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's number one. That's the hardest part. Honestly, that is the hardest part. When I, um, I actually I went to college and I um, got a degree in science and. Uh, I worked in um, healthcare care for pretty much my entire 20, the, my entire 20s. And um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. And I worked in pediatrics for a while and just giving vaccines to babies. Like oh, that's all you, do, all you do in pediatrics. And I just like, I, my child or my son that I had already had, um, this is before my daughter was born, but my son, I had already had him, uh, on a delayed vaccine, um, schedule and I didn't ever like allow him to get more than like four at a time, you know, and I already had, you know, was looking into like all the different vaccine ingredients and all that stuff. And it, and it, it was interesting to me when I was going through college and, um, I, could not stand giving babies. Like, I was, like, doing, like, 80 injections a day, like, on all these kids that would come in. And um, I saw vaccine injuries firsthand. Um, I'm so thankful it was not by me. But I did see vaccine injuries um, almost instantaneously on um, a few different children. Ugh, and after that Yeah, I was just like, fuck this. So um, I moved on and I worked in um, like a a family practice for a little bit. And then I moved on to dermatology and I was doing that and I was doing surgeries and all of that stuff. And I hated my job and I hated the people I worked with. And everything was just like so fucking materialistic and just that
0: whole. And also um, a lot of politics involved, right?
1: yeah and just like and the doctor i worked for was like this like old jewish dude and he was just like just imp- he was just impossible to work with it, it was you gotta, just really bad you
0: gotta inject the abundant fetal cells into the little babies you know
1: yeah just their tactics and how they work and and just how they run a business is to me it's oh. disgusting
0: and by the and, way, when you when you <laughs> yeah. when you give the snip snip to the foreskin, you got to suck the blood out.
1: Right. Exactly. Sorry, and then, the, and,
0: those are the rabbis. <laughs>
1: and, yeah. And then make sure that you add like all those 50 like ICD-9 or ICD-10 codes on, on that chart or on their little slip that you're going to send to the insurance because we want to make all the money we can. Right. So we're going to charge them up the ass for everything we fucking can get even though the insurance is going to pay for it, we're still going to put all this shit on here, you know, because unbelievable,
0: to- no fucking yeah. liability whatsoever.
1: No, you can just ride in whatever the fuck you want and then you get paid for it. It's sickening. And anyway, so <laughs> I decided to leave that. But when I did, um, you know, it was a very big decision for me because I was making a lot of money and I was like happy to have money, but I was like, hated my job. So I basically left my career to go sell pot for a living. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like a delivery driver for a dispensary here, and this was before it was legal. It wasn't legal yet.
0: Um, but that's so really you're you were basically an underground fucking drug dealer.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but it didn't phase me at all because I had already been in the industry for so long, like uh, you know, knowing growers and, and farmers and stuff, and all the guerrilla farmers here in California. <laughs> so I was already like familiar with it. So it, it was like easier, I think, for me to make the jump, but quitting your career and like still having to pay, you know, your college loans and stuff and, and having this debt over your head. And you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to quit my job to sell pot. <laughs> it right. was like, it was kind of a, a thing. I had to go back and forth with in my head. but Not, a, not was-
0: even just job, but you had a career
1: yeah it was an actual career that i went to college for <laughs> yeah so and then you know i'm gonna quit that to go sell weed illegally you know so that,
0: it, it was a thing that's but, fucking um, hilarious yeah it was honestly it's almost like a it's almost like you know how they say rags to riches this was like a riches to rags
1: oh my gosh totally yeah it was the best decision i ever made And then, you know, from then on, that just gave me more contacts in the weed industry. And um, from there, I had gotten, I actually became like a manager of that dispensary. And then, um, you know, after I saw how things were kind of going with the whole legalization here in California, um, once they legalized it to where you could just go into a dispensary with your ID and you didn't have to have a medical card anymore, it totally changed the whole dynamic of... uh, the whole industry and i was like okay so this isn't gonna be you know very lucrative this is gonna go downhill soon so i jumped ship and i started working um at a few different farms seasonally um for different friends and stuff and then from there on i kind of just got like higher and higher positions and then it was like full time and then i was like all right fuck all this i'm going out to the country see you all fuckers (laughs) later (laughs) So I got all the experience I needed, and then I was like, all right, peace out. I'm gone.
0: <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, it so was pretty cool.
0: Your husband, is he like t- – like he's like totally on the same conscious level as you?
1: Oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's That's kinda, great. Yeah, he got me into a lot of it as far as like the electrical – aspect of it and like Tesla's he's a big fan of Tesla and like Edgar Casey and Stitchin and just like I should
0: get I should get both you guys on one time
1: yeah he actually is really good with history and because he actually went to school and like me (laughs) but uh he knows like a lot of like the the textbook history and then he knows like all of like the real shit and all of the books like our book collection is like probably one of the best I've ever seen um just like with all his books, and then I have all my medical books and then all of our plant books. and like he's all about like resonance and frequencies. and he he just knows a lot about everything pretty much, which I hate because he's like a know-it all. but <laughs> 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 But yeah, he's definitely on the same brainwave as me, and we get to bounce things off of each other and I have a different perspective on things that you know See, than him. And
0: you know, that's a fucking love story in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I've known him since I was three years old too. So wow, isn't that weird? Yeah, is he older? Cool. Yeah, he is. Um, was actually uh, uh, my brother's best friend growing up.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, and they're uh, five and a half years older than me. So I always oh, kind of had a crush. Yeah, well, I always had a crush on him though growing up, and. He was actually another one of my manifestations. I I used to wish all the time that I would marry him one day, or that he'd come and like molest me in the middle of the night when he was like staying the night with my brother. Oh or something. You know shit! What I, mean? <laughs> I know. See, I know. Uh, is yeah, that fucking to, wild, dude? It, it is totally. It's a. It's, it's a crazy. So yeah, we like, ended up getting
0: honestly, together when I was eighteen. When I was young, like when I was like five, six, whatever. I had sexual thoughts, you know, like when I was with like uh, when I was in class, I remember there was this girl uh, when I was probably like grade one and she was holding my hand and we were like kind of whispering <laughs> to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy. It's like, but uh, obviously you're not going to be like, I don't want to have sex with her. You know what I mean? But right, you get you these me like these rom- <clears throat> Exactly, you get these romantic f- feelings, right? oh yeah so this might be a controversial thing to say but when they say that like kids don't have sexual thoughts and they're so against pedophilia and all that shit I agree with that but at the same time I remember having these thoughts about like you know in my loins gathering up. you know what I mean (laughs) like when I was a kid It's
1: crazy. When I was in kindergarten, um, my table buddy, like you know how like they group you at like little tables or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I totally got him to show me his dick, Uh. and (laughs) so you know it 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 starts at a young age. It's not like it's just like not there, you know. And I think more people curiosity
0: is abound. Yeah.
1: Oh, like why wouldn't it be like i was i remember like humping my pillow when i was like 10 years old sure. you know what i mean like and that's just how it goes that's just like your body like telling you like oh this is what you're put here for because in reality it is like that's what you're here for you're here to procreate you're here to make babies yeah. you're here yeah. to cre- you know keep the line going and uh, yeah so that's why I, the however is
0: yeah. <laughs> what i do what i do disagree with is the agenda of the school curriculum.
1: Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Fucking,
0: (laughs) um, pushing it onto the kids. It should be a self discovery thing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't learn about sex ed until I was like in fifth grade, I think is like when we first had ours here in California or whatever. And I mean, I knew about it before from like, you know, like watching 90210.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs)
1: That was my favorite show, by the way.
0: And Dude, I was—I think I was like twelve when that eleven <laughs> or twelve when that show came out. I liked it too.
1: So inappropriate for younger viewers, just yeah. <laughs> but it—it it was something that just like made you think. I guess if you're actually paying attention to what's going on, but um, uh, yeah, just different things in society. I think make kids or their you know home environments or whatever they. Are, are exposed to that but if it shouldn't be taught in the schools whatsoever mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that a parent needs to discuss with them like and if they don't have that outlet like that's what your friends are for
0: For sure. You know,
1: Oh, well they don't have an outlet to talk to anybody or whatever, you know, like it's really easy these days. You can go make friends online, you know, this hopefully they're your age and who they say they are. And, and then you can talk to that or join a like little support group or whatever, you know, like they don't need to bring that shit into the fucking schools. They don't need to make separate bathrooms for them. They do not need to make anything. They want to be treated as equal. Then let's treat them as an equal. Yeah. Know, and and they can join society, you know. H- haven't they been? Aren't they here? Like I don't right. understand how we have to make all these special exceptions. You know, I'm lucky enough. My kids go to a rural school where, you know, for, between kindergarten and high school, there's only uh, 140 kids. You know, so we. To, we actually don't really have like a lot of that going on here, but I do go all the board meetings and I, I do know what their curriculums that they're proposing are and what they're trying to teach the kids. And, you know, I wasn't even going to send my kids back to school after this whole COVID bullshit. Yeah. Um, I was just going to homeschool my kids. I have all the curriculum. I, I was going to start my private homeschool and, and do all of that. But because my son missed his entire junior Uh, high experience, he missed his seventh and eighth grade year. I was like, all right, I allowed him to go, you know, for his freshman year. And, um, you know, my daughter ended up going back too. And I think that it was, something that i had to fight my like inner demons on because like i was so on not sending them back because i don't agree with the crt the critical race theory bullshit i don't agree with the oh, it's heads,
0: fucking but... a horse shit I,
1: yeah i don't agree with these random surveys that they give our children to fucking find out information about them so they can better track them you know i don't agree with any of that shit and I, i'm <laughs> well, like,
0: wa- really against it they want to make fucking uh voters uh be younger now too right
1: Um, they want parental consent to go down to 12.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah, so they can basically go get a vaccination or whatever, and the parents don't need to know about it.
0: Fuck off, man.
1: Yeah, and I think, I don't know if it's just in California or um, if it's nationwide, but I do know that they were trying to um, for like all um, rape cases or um, sexual encounter cases or whatever with a minor. Um, I think they were trying to make it be like 10 years. Like if it was within, if they were within a 10 year age difference, it it would be okay.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. I think so. It was like, if it was a 10 year old and an 18 year old, that's okay. Or, you know, a five year old and a 15 year old. So then that would be okay. Like, I don't understand that, but, um, that's apparently their logic and,
0: what no, there is, there is no fucking understanding in
1: that. Yeah, I, I don't know how that... I Yeah, I don't know how anybody can even sign off on that and go to bed at night. Like, really? Ugh, like, fuck. you're that far out of touch with, like, reality or what?
0: <laughs> I don't get it, dude. I
1: honestly it's, don't get like, it. Yeah, it's, it's stomachs turning for sure.
0: Like, there needs to be... <clears throat> like, with within any fucking relationship... Like with a man and a woman, or a man and a man, if you want to go the gay route, and a woman and a woman, there needs to be boundaries set. And it seems like this world right now that we're living in, this fucking quote unquote reality that we're living in, they're dropping all fucking boundaries.
1: Well, that's their agenda.
0: It's crazy.
1: I mean, it's all part of you know the, the transhumanism agenda. First, they want right. to get everybody to be like gender fluid. Let's,
0: let's get into that shit.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's be gender fluid, and we'll be all inclusive of everybody who's different and fucking thinks they're a dog and wear a furry tail, and you know,
0: or unicorn, fucking... or I'm, I'm labeled <laughs> as a. You can you can you can uh, identify me as a toy.
1: Right. Exactly. And and I'm that's why I'm a toy.
0: I think- like fuck off, or like a bumble. I'm a bumblebee. See, respect like- my fucking. Uh, <laughs> respect my label. Like, come on, man.
1: Like, do what you want behind closed doors. Like, I really don't give a fuck. When I go out, I'm not like showing all kinds of like PDA to my significant other, and like like making out like in the middle of the sidewalk you know with kids walking by or whoever walking by and just being totally like disruptive and and gross you know so why should i have to you know submit my children to seeing that you know by a gay couple and then them being like totally horrified <clears throat> you know what i mean and i think though also it is fully well, a lot of it and a majority Of it is fully fueled by Like sex and sexual desires And not necessarily the fact that they were Born that way or that they yeah. have a, chromo- a chromosome deficiency it's like, Or
0: anything like I, that Yeah why do I need to know About what you Do With somebody else Like I don't care about that And why, yeah. do, why is it that you're It's not about gender It's about what you do with sex in the yeah, bedroom. Exactly. It's like, I don't give a fuck about that, dude. You do <laughs> you, but don't push it on anybody else, man.
1: This isn't your purpose for being here, you know? It's not your purpose yeah, for being here.
0: They're making everything that's perverted the norm, you know?
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah, I fully agree. Yeah, <laughs> oh everything my god. Is- because that's what they do That's what their life is like That's, you know, that's who They're worshipping or, you know Sacrificing or, or doing these weird Sex cult magic things or whatever The case is And, and, and that's their lifestyles and, and sadly, I think that's a, like a Large part of our society
0: Yeah It's, it's, it's not people. about It's not about what gender you are It's about what I want to Fuck you know
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> like i don't even understand that like do i need to walk up and down the street and say i like dick like i don't understand like otherwise are people going to think that i'm a lesbian now because like everybody is you know
0: trans who <clears and throat> gives a fuck you know yeah, i really don't honestly it's like my aunt my aunt is gay she's you know she's a lesbian she's but like she doesn't fucking push it on anybody, you know what I mean? She doesn't have like that kind of like agenda kind of thing going on where it's like everybody else has to be gay because I am, you know.
1: But she's a different generation though than
0: these. Fucking That's right. That's right. Here. She's a little older than me, yeah, right? All these fucking liberals we have fucking running around all these little kids that
1: fucking just are doing whatever they think is the cool kids are doing.
0: And like I fucking posted, this, I think I posted this video uh, a while ago where this this woman showed her baby on the video and said this is my baby he's gay oh god yeah and it's like oh i did
1: see that i did see that video you
0: had to see that one that was going yeah
1: i did (laughs) these people are obviously she she
0: was mentally ill you know
1: that just goes back to what i always say and i think it should be fucking instilled is that people need to get permits to have fucking children people yeah. are just not fit to have children they're not and like if you can't pass some sort of like sanity test like bitch i don't think you get your permit like, yeah. <laughs> or, like you're gonna who, get fucking who gave you that time. baby yeah how did you right? get that baby <laughs> a it man was a old- man. So do you hate men? Is that why this baby's gay? You're going to ruin his fucking life for the rest of his fucking eternity or what?
0: (laughs) Poor kid, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I see like all these like gay couples that are adopting children and like all of that stuff. And then they're like raising them, you know, without a gender and
0: my two dads.
1: By, yeah my two dads and and like that's just like a recipe for disaster like there was there was a
0: there was a, there was a TV show sorry to cut you off there's a TV no. show but I think it was like back in the late 80s called my two dads but it wasn't they weren't gay it was just like uh one of Remake. them was like with a stepfather or something like that or whatever right it was like but that cool was House, probably... Daddy. yeah kind of like that
1: <laughs> uncle Joe
0: they could probably reboot that show as a gay couple and like have them like one of them be pregnant with like in vitro fertilization in his trans vagina or something
1: yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> i think that just goes back to like predictive programming though like that's oh, their, for sure that's their intention is to show you a gay couple even though they're not telling you that they're gay or they didn't right. gay they're just like you know priming you for later when they're going to shovel the shit down your throat like they are now
0: exactly yeah <laughs> this, it's trans that's... it's trans time story hour let's go get let's go kids
1: oh lord have mercy. <sighs> like that shit yeah. it's
0: like i don't i don't give a shit honestly i have nothing against anybody who's gay anybody who's trans i have a trans friend you know i don't have anything against it but what i do have against the whole thing is that the fact that <clears throat> the The leaders of the world, the elites, are pushing it on everybody, right? For a, a, like a certain agenda, you know what I mean. I'm gonna yeah. love everybody equally, no matter what. You know what I mean. If but, you're a good person,
1: it, you're a good person. Like if you exactly. have good intentions, you have good intentions, and and then that's just how it goes. And if you have a good energy about yourself, and you know, you just try to do the best you can in life, like that's a good person, but. I don't understand why this whole sexual desires and everything has to come into play and then you have like all these like flamboyant gay dudes like running around like in dresses and shit with a beard and they want to be called, you know, specific, <laughs> specific pronouns. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, do that shit behind closed doors. You know, I right. do my shit behind closed doors. Like, why can't you? Has nothing right. to do with your sexual preferences, who you are as a as a human being and your intentions in life. Like it, you know, like fuck, dude. Like my I just, name
0: my it name. Just name is has Alexandra. Like Alexander. But you oh, can call man. me Alexandria. Hey, I, I like to take it. Say- I like to take it up the rear. <laughs> yeah,
1: I always say, if you cut off your dick, you can join the club, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe,
1: maybe you can join the club. Cut off your dick, and then we'll talk. Like, but don't be walking around here asking be- to be called a woman when you still have a big fucking pecker between your legs, or a fucking the- beard. Whatever the fuck, it is. yeah, you know, like that. If you're gonna go all in, go all in. And you know, the sad thing about it is that the people who do go all in—no pun intended—with the whole trans, you know, get transferring they, into a different gender and they have re- regrets. Forty percent of them commit suicide. They have a forty percent suicidal rate.
0: Because once you Let's- chop that dick off, there's, there's no coming back.
1: That's almost half of their population commits suicide. Like how are how are they not seeing that? Is that why they're not cutting off their dick? Then <laughs> is that why they're they're just gay instead of trans? Like wh- I don't understand. Like how they cannot then, see it.
0: But then you got you got the fucking the trans who still have their penises with big tits, and yeah. they're still fu- they're still fucking uh, they're fucking other trans that have a dick and tits.
1: yeah Yeah, they need to go back to the womb get remade (laughs) and come back with all their chromosomes (laughs) those are the people
0: that when they when they die and they go to the light they're gonna get re-fucking-born they're gonna get reincarnated and try to do it again and get it right you know
1: man i think those souls are just lost i think we just need to check them
0: (laughs) no i mean we gotta we gotta still keep speaking up right like yeah.
1: Oh God. now that sounds so fucking harsh, but honestly, it does. That's, like there's no hatred
0: you, here. This is. no If you judgment.
1: can't get your shit together, then just fucking don't come back because we don't need you. Like we need positive energy. We need productive people. We
0: need No, you know. I think when when they die, they go back and they go up to God and they're like He's like, what, what the fuck did I, I do? I, <laughs> I think I fucked up, I need to get it better again yeah. next time, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah let's remix that batch but there's a um, whole lot
0: of them now and it's like
1: it's like putting salt instead of baking powder
0: oh man
1: <laughs> oh lord you know it, we only can do our best and, and if that's just showing people where they've gone wrong then so be it
0: <laughs> right I mean honestly like I'm, I've am i been single for the past two y- uh, year and a half now I'm enjoying it because I just get to do this podcast now right like no agenda no nothing I just get to free roam right yeah I'm looking I I would love to have uh, somebody a a significant other but it's just not working out like I've had a couple people in my life and it was just like no not happening you know
1: I think you need to quit (laughs) your job
0: (laughs) Unfortunately um, the job is like where everybody is that I'm looking at you know what I mean I'm like oh, oh man. but then it's like no they're 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 not with it they they that that's not happening you know
1: Oh lord yeah, yeah. it's rough no, I'm sure now you know? now you have to like screen them to see if they're vaccinated
0: Exactly and I-
1: that's <laughs> like a whole new ball game that's like a whole other fucking layer on Dude topic.
0: it's so funny cuz I went on uh Tinder. Do you have Tinder down there?
1: Uh yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah, like a- so I went on Tinder
0: and I said like I said like uh unvaccinated pure blood podcaster blah 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 whatever, right? And I <laughs> like I got like one hit <laughs> oh, <laughs> or two hits. It's funny. But anyway, it's just like it really makes the whole fucking ball game of wanting to be with somebody a little bit fucking less uh, easy, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's definitely a hurdle. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that I, if I were in your shoes or anyone who is single, I don't think that I would uh, date somebody who is vaccinated um, just because of like different reports and studies that I've seen that how it totally like genetically modifies your DNA and changes you and, and you're not like a human anymore. So I wouldn't really want to have kids with that person or do you be around that you know right. Besides the fact that they have like what like a shorter lifespan now too and their blood's gonna clot up and they're gonna fucking die within two years. Like come on.
0: Like well, we don't got this do is, shit <laughs> This is where I take truth from the Bible because I love I love the Bible. Like I'm not like a Christian or anything but I mm-hmm. take a lot of truth from the Bible because it says in the, in the in the last days that it's gonna God's gonna separate the wheat from the chaff, right? Right.
1: And the this, IQ is, test. this is what's
0: happening, man. Exactly.
1: The IQ test. Yeah, that's what I've been saying all along too. It's like this is an IQ test. It's an IQ test. It's gonna separate the smart ones and kill off all the stupid ones, and that's what they want because they want to be left with a bunch of like strong minded, hardworking you know, decent people. I think that's, like, the end game. Like, they want that so then they can, like, try to, like, brainwash us all, like, with their frequencies and bombard us with, like, all this crazy shit and try to, like, program us, you know? They want the strong to program.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, are the strong gonna be programmed?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I'm not gonna... I'm gonna fight every fucking thing that I can to not be, but... But I don't know, you know? I don't know... How psychopaths think. <laughs> so right. it's it's hard to say, I guess. But you know, we just do our best and fucking try to live day to day and try to fight all this bullshit. I mean, that's what we're doing right now, right?
0: Exactly. It's kind of one of those situations that if you put yourself in the situation where people say, "If you can't beat them, join them," right? No, I don't think. No, that's I'm true. not fucking joining the elites. You know what I mean?
1: No, no.
0: Fuck them, because they're the ones that want to kill everybody.
1: Yeah, I think all the, like, the like-minded people like us, we're going to be part of you know the next revolution. That's where
0: I see it going. Or, because- or, or part of the new earth, in the spiritual realm.
1: Right, yeah, there's going to be people that are going to ascend and there's people that are not going to and that's going to be based on their vibrations and what, you know, how they are and who they surround themselves with and who they eat or what they eat, not who they eat. <laughs> We're not going to do any a Marina Abramovich or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not, that's not, they're, they're the who. They're the ones who who are we going to eat today? Oh, my Lord.
1: <sighs> have you heard of that restaurant that they have down in L.A.?
0: Yes, the cannibal restaurant
1: yeah cannibal club no i haven't been there but i know of it and just just fucking crazy
0: tell tell the audience uh the cartel the story about that restaurant i'm sure they know but
1: oh um so marina abramovich she is
0: this more than more like a witch than anybody else on this planet but yeah
1: like know where she came from for the depths of hell i guess but uh she's uh, supposedly an artist that she makes like all these murals and 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 uh, paintings i guess if you want to call them that um from from human blood and uh like intestines and like weird shit like that and like she like paints these like sick things and like these sick messages or chants and like all this weird shit she's totally fucking weird anyways she's the chef at this Cannibal Club and they um, they make up these different menus with meat sauce and and like all of this shit that's like made and sourced from humans so
0: like, kind of like are McDonald's
1: they- oh my gosh yeah that's, <laughs> that's like the, the Cannibal Club Junior over there <laughs> holy shit oh, gosh. have you seen I haven't had McDonald's in years like years years well where i live also there's like literally one liquor store gas station there's nowhere to eat or anything so like you have to like make whatever you're eating at home which is good um but the last time i think i had it like i just was like felt so sick to my stomach and like so gross and just i've i don't eat fast food very often but um i did see recently though where what i was getting to is this video of this like mcdonald's hamburger and they are like pouring molten like lava like molten like metal onto the fucking burger and like nothing's happening but like the buns catch on fire but like nothing else <laughs> like it like doesn't disintegrate instantly like nothing
0: <laughs> that's like the the, ch- the chicken nuggets is like a pink paste right
1: yeah the pink paste <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, that shit is so gross. But, you know, uh, too, that's like only in the United States. Like a lot of other countries, they don't allow certain ingredients that our FDA allows them to put in our food. So in in other countries, fast food technically could you could call it healthier if it doesn't have like human DNA and horse DNA and all of that other shit in it that they found in McDonald's hamburger meat. Um, But it technically could be, maybe okay, but, you know, we have the FDA here that's, like, trying to kill us left and right and putting all, all these toxins in our food that we eat that we don't even know are there, and that's just a recipe for disaster.
0: Well, it's like when the FDA approved that drug that would, uh, you know, suppress HIV, but give them AIDS, right?
1: Right, yeah. It's the fucking their-
0: shit, dude.
1: Yeah, suppress their immune system and then decrease their white blood cell count and then make it so they're constantly just like trying to catch up.
0: Yeah, that was all Fauci.
1: Yep. It was almost like making it seem like they had cancer with their body's reaction to it.
0: Yeah, it's sad. It's a a sad it's a sad state of affairs for humanity right now but what hope do you think you can give to humanity right now? Let me hear your thoughts.
1: What hope me personally, or just in general, both. I mean, like I said, I just try to do the best I can and have the best intentions, you know, at heart and follow whatever, you know, my gut tells me and and go that direction. And I think just, like, more people need to do that because if we don't start waking the fuck up and, and opening up our minds to, you know, new things, like, we're just going to get stuck in the same old rut. So, I think just open-mindedness and, and listening and being caring and compassionate to others and just do your fucking thing and ignore the government. <laughs> I think that is the the number one is just fucking be, do the opposite. Yeah. Do the, the opposite biggest whatever thing. the government says. Do the opposite yes. and you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> go left
0: when everybody goes right.
1: Exactly. Or up.
0: You can call other people to come with you on the left, right?
1: For sure. And if they don't, then and so be it too, you know? And I think that's, like, hard for some people to understand. Also, like, some people just aren't going to go with you they're not going to go into the next dimension. They're not going to realize what's going on around them. So you have to be able to kind of cut ties with certain people also, but then still be there if they need you. But you can't like feel like you have to carry the weight of everybody else because that's just not going to work.
0: I think that if you uh, spread as much truth as you can uh, to other people – then their blood is no longer on your hands.
1: Yeah, you know what I for mean? sure. I totally agree with that.
0: <clears throat> oh, if they come with you, it's great. If not, that's okay too. You know, I'll see you on the other side somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> we'll get the the ultimate truth through the uh, through the Creator. That's how well, I think.
1: They say that all souls stay together. You know, there's only so many souls on this earth, in this realm, whatever. And and they all kind of travel together. And, you know, you're rebirthed into, uh, you know, the after you die, you're rebirthed. And then your souls kind of find each other again. So maybe just the people that, you know, are going with you and believe and are like-minded and all of that. Maybe that's just your people. That's just your, you know, that's your group. Right. Yeah, you're, for
0: sure. You know, <laughs> but I think that some, in some way, shape, or form, whether it's this kind of like this plane of existence, this plane of reality, or what have you, or not, if it's this plane or the next plane, we're going to be united in some way, shape, or form. You know. Yeah, that's, for sure. So, so it's all good. You know. <laughs> totally yeah we don't have i to just argue we don't have to fight each other
1: don't fear like, yeah don't have any fear i think that's like the main thing that drives people too is fear like you can't fear death you can't fear you're know, not you know not being here you can't think of like all of that you just have to like live in the present well and, for sure and- i
0: mean everything that one thing that everybody on this fucking entire plane of existence has in common is death we're all right. to experience it, right? So mm-hmm. why do you fear it? And the, yeah. the fact that, like the elites that run this world, they know how to manipulate us so that we fear death or we totally. fear uh, not being here on this plane, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: my that's my ten cents, not two but ten.
1: <laughs> yeah, fear is what gets everybody and yeah you just kind of that's like one of the hardest things though to to let go also because you know that we're programmed to fear and, and to you know think of death as being this like awful bad thing or whatever but you know as I got older I kind of believed like maybe you know death is finally we're finally getting out of hell when we die you know finally yeah. finally we can fucking get out of this fucking hell hole that we live in and go to a better place <laughs> yeah Not that I want to encourage it or bring it on any sooner than it needed to, it needs to be, but
0: a lot of people would disagree with you by saying you gotta make the best here so that you know, because this is only one life we got, but I think our life is eternal.
1: It is exactly, it is eternal, and then you know, clear your karmic debt while you're here, you know, create positive karma. And and spread that you know, and just love and kindness, and I mean, that's the bottom line, I think, for me and my reality. Like as long as you're spreading goodness and and truth and love and and just being open minded and accepting of things, and not necessarily hearing everything that you hear <clears throat>
0: or believing the- everything that you hear. You see that? Yeah, she's the problem with that statement, though. Not to not to like diminish what you're saying, but no. a lot of people would think that they're living in truth, but they're not, you know?
1: Well, that just goes back to us all being brainwashed. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that just, <laughs> is, is, is people, people can break out of it and some people can't. And I mean, and thankfully, thankfully, I, I mean, I have positive high hopes for, you know, the universe. Like I think we're going to do good things. Me too. Think, Me too. I think just going through this like muddy fucking trench for a, a little bit. And that's why it's been like fast forwarded, you know, in our everyday lives and in the media and everything because we are going that way. And like, as long as you're like a good person and good intentions, like you'll fucking survive it and you'll get through it and we'll start a new civilization and you know then we can write the history books like how they really are <laughs> not by I, fucking a paid fucking cia fucking operative
0: <laughs> i couldn't agree more dude yeah, honestly totally. uh, i would fucking absolutely love to have you back uh with your husband for sure for it. Um, yeah. you want to plug anything before we go I'm
1: highly enlightened alien on Instagram and Telegram. And if you want to find out some cool woo woo on there, (laughs) otherwise, uh, I'm out in the mountains undetectable.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Kind of like off the grid style, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Great. Until I put you on the grid by getting everybody to go uh, follow you.
1: That's all right. We we got uh jailbroken phones and all that fun shit. No, <laughs> yeah, just uh take Google off of your phone. Don't don't operate on Google. <laughs> no, do not. Anyhow, well, thanks for having me. It was great. I enjoyed the conversation.
0: Uh, it was amazing. Thank you so much.
1: For sure. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Cool. I appreciate you. And you have a good night.
1: You too. Thanks.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Thank you so much for listening to the Red Bell Cartel, once again, cartel. This is Nigel the Goat speaking, and we want to give a lovely shout-out to Elaine, the highly enlightened alien. You know, I think I saw her UFO flying above me one day while I was eating grass in, uh, in the uh, farmyard, you know? Uh, do you think that was her, uh, baby? I don't think she flies UFOs, though. I think it's just a name, Nigel, so uh, <laughs> relax on the alien thing. But uh, Davy, she's an alien, you know? Uh, it could have been her. Who knows? Who
0: knows, Nigel? Get on
2: with it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, you want to shut me up so soon, okay? So, we have to plug uh, the Owl Creek Coffee. You go to owlcreekcoffee.com and you buy the coffee, uh, very, very good coffee, I might add. What do you think, Davey?
0: It's really good. It's really good, Cartel. You should try it out.
2: <clears throat> yes, it's very good coffee. It wires me up and shit for the morning, you know, and throughout the day to, uh, get shit done, you know, just like I'm getting shit done right now. Uh, anyway, uh... <laughs> go to alokreekcoffee.com uh, you buy the coffee you put the promo code cartel15 that's c-a-r-t-e-l 1-5 into the promo code area and you get uh, 15% off of your order and uh, don't forget that uh, it's very good coffee That and the money goes to a very good cause for people stricken with uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy you know so get on top of that cartel and also follow them on Instagram at Owl Creek Coffee. Also, if you really enjoy the show, you can support Davey and I to get a laptop and a new microphone to make the show better, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. M- make the show better for you guys, you know? So if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com. The links are in the show notes. Right, Davey? Yep, just click the... Click- Go to the show notes and click on the uh, links, guys, okay? Yes, you heard Davy. You heard Davey. So go do that. Also, uh, you can go on Spotify and uh, rate the show, give a five-star review, help the show grow, you know? So we can keep pumping these episodes out and entertain you guys and inform you, too. Also, you can email Davey if you want to get on the show, if you think you have something to add. You can go and uh, email and message Debbie uh, at redpillcartelpod at gmail.com or redpillcartelpodcast on Instagram. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening to the Red Pill Cartel. Nigel out.